0: I created so much abundance in the middle of the biggest crisis since second world war and my dream was coming true because I was hurt my voice was heard by the whole world hello and welcome back
1: to the kill them the podcast I'm your host business mentor and personal brand strategist on a mission to inspire a minimum of five people a day to take action, do something different and show up as the best person that they aspire to be. Are you one of my five a day? Keep all your messages coming. Let me know on Instagram at Kelly Lundberg Official and let me know what you've been inspired by. Was it something on this episode? Keep them coming. It makes my day and it makes my guest day knowing that it has had such an impact. Thank you in advance for being one of my five a day. If you haven't already, drop a review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews help secure even more guests to come on the show and it just takes a couple of minutes to tell me which episode you like and it just draws more attention and more credibility. In this episode, I speak to Raya. Now, Raya was actually visiting Dubai. She's an international artist, speaker and performer who's been captivating audiences, would you believe, from the age of six with her singing and speaking skills. She's got a really unique approach to human existence and revolutionized communities, one piece at a time and her impact on the world is growing bigger and bigger every day and she shares one of the things that she did during COVID that actually went viral one of her poems and she talks about this and the impact it's actually had raya's research and experiments on the meaning of the subconscious mind are gaining popularity she talks a little bit about this in this podcast and she's one of the leading people to see the world from this new angle by exploring the depths of our subconscious mind, she's showing new possibilities for experience in life and our actual creation of it. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to the show, Ria. It's great to have you here. And I'd love to say you've flown in for this episode, but that's not technically true. Tell me
0: what brought you to Dubai. <laughs> well, you were one of the main reasons. I was <laughs> I love so that. excited when we found out that I'm having this interview and it gave us like this... catapult to to be even more excited so I came here because I have a closed event where I'm doing a lecture I also have my clients here who booked the day with me and I'm also doing this solo
1: skydiving course oh I love it so we've got personal and we've got professional things that are happening over the next week um why don't you tell everyone what it is that you do
0: I am an artist, saying in the most general way. Mm -hmm. And as an artist, I'm a speaker, I'm a singer, and I guide people through different areas showing my perspective, which is pretty unusual and pretty not common, let's call it that way. So how do people know they
1: need you or how do they know they need an artist or, you know, how do they find you? Maybe start with a little bit about that.
0: So my favorite way is using my voice. It's like I'm expressing that way and I'm sharing everything that is deep inside of me as my wisdom, as my experience that I gathered through the years. And I think the best way is just to listen. And if you feel like I want to know who that is, you're welcomed. I don't feel like people need me. I feel more as the world needs change and the world is changing and w- I am one of the people who is making that change with my power, with my willingness, with my clarity. But it's not the need. It's more like exciting next level kind of life that you can create for yourself and for your beloved ones around Mm. you so how did you get into this space because it's it's unique and the the offerings that you have
1: which we're going to go into when we we talk about the subconscious mind meditation tantra everything with that how did you get into this
0: i was always super curious child Mm. and i was fascinated with albert einstein through my father because he loved him So he would be talking about the physics and then from here to quantum physics and to the mind, to the subconscious mind. Then I was super excited and curious about how the mind works and how it creates all that and why some people are this way and other people are this way. How come some of my dreams were coming true like this? I I was like digging. And then on the other hand, I was really, as a child, I was really this, you know, child's that causes a lot of trouble. So like simultaneously, I was very uncomfortable. And at the same time, a lot of dreams were coming true. I was on the stage since I was six. I was a little star and I loved it. It's like, it's my place. So I was curious since always. But then mm, I had a breakdown after I went into show business. I had a very very dark episode I, I had a clinical depression mm-hmm. and from there i started to go deeper into spirituality and into self-development more into subconscious mind how did i c- created it so i healed depression without any mm, medicine without any pills which was pretty spectacular and really hard at that time. But it was worth it because it gave me power that no words can describe now. And from there, it's almost like in this dark episode, I started creating abundance. I started creating like from nothingness. I started creating miracles, which was every breath that I was taking. So it was quite a journey. And then I started uh, teaching Tantra. I started teaching meditation and sharing my story And from there, there was the coronavirus pandemic. So this is when the viral came out. And the viral was kind of threshold for me because uh, I couldn't travel anymore to teach people. Mm -hmm. And I went online. And as I went online, then I met a lot of people online also who really inspired me. And I got a mentor. I got uh, into more of learning what abundance is. How did I create again? Like this viral that I created in the middle of pandemic was crazy. It was insane. And I was studying it. Like, how did I create it? Like, I couldn't understand it, but I knew I did it. how? So... Because you wrote a poem. Is right? In
1: the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. And what, maybe explain a little bit
0: about that for those that haven't maybe seen the the yeah. viralness of of this so that was we got stuck in costa rica with my patchwork family because i have my ex-husband we have children mm-hmm. and we have partners so we were in in Pat- patchwork family that's patchwork a, that's
1: yeah. a night you know they say blended families but i've never blended. heard uh, okay. patchwork families it's uh, okay. a, a nice way <laughs> to put it there we like this patchwork yeah
0: nice we are extended family it's a lot of us there because now they have twins so it's like four children and, and us. So it's a big, big family. And we got stuck in Costa Rica during pandemic. And as I said, like we had the whole plan to to travel again, mm-hmm. to do the workshops, but we couldn't, everything was canceled. Yeah. And every day just being stuck in this jungle, we were just, I was just waking up. And one day I just wrote this poem and it came to me through this whole fear that I felt. It was just the beginning of the huge announcement. Like this is official, this is pandemic. And no one knows what's going to happen now. Like people are dying. Everyone is terrified. It was like, I could feel in the middle of the jungle, even though I was separated from, from my country, from the whole world, like Mm. I could feel the fear in the air. And I remember realizing that it must be happening for something. Like there must be something bigger behind it. It's like, it's not that there is a guy who created a war or something. It's pandemic. It's nature that moved the whole planet you know it's mm. topped the whole planet it just blew my mind and as i was sitting and realizing that i wrote it and it was called thank you coronavirus and it was quoted by the biggest celebrities and people from self development industry it was translated into dozens of languages it was quoted in news in australia in china it it was insane and then i got a re- awarded by so many rewards in the festivals and so forth. Like, it was insane. I created so much abundance in the middle of the biggest crisis since Second World War. And my dream was coming true because I was heard, my voice was heard by the whole world. So that was pretty spectacular. So was that unintentional?
1: As in, so writing the poem wasn't, you didn't write it to become like viral and famous in that way, never. But ultimately your goal was to be heard, but you just didn't know what medium it would be through. Is that
0: right in thinking that? Exactly, and I think this is one of the teachings that I'm sharing with people. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you have a dream, if you have a plan, if you know what makes you the best version of yourself, what you love doing the most. So in my case, it's like you being on a stage and using my voice and I yes. wanted it to be heard. I wanted it to be listened to and I wanted to nurture people with my voice. So I just kept using the voice. I kept using it. So I was putting in my Instagram and in my Facebook, I was putting little pieces and pieces and pieces. And you don't know when it happens. Mm. I didn't plan. Okay, maybe this one, maybe this today. One. Today exactly. will be the day. So it was just like, I'm going to have fun just posting these posts. Like I always loved writing. I always loved using this voice. So I was like, I'm just going to keep speaking. And then one day out of nowhere, like in the least expected way... It just goes insane and your dream comes true out of nowhere completely. And
1: I think, but I, I think you say out of nowhere, but in actual fact, there had been all the hard work of you consistently putting it in because people often say, oh, wow, you know, she's just come from nowhere. And you're like, well, actually, no, it t- they say it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And I think what you, you know, as much as you're saying it came from nowhere because you didn't plan that I'm going to write this and do this, but everything came from all the hard work that you're putting in, which I think for those listening and, and watching, if they're starting a business or they're going into something and they're like, when's it going to be my day or when's it going to be my turn? What would you say to them?
0: Soon. <laughs> <laughs> very soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't, don't give up. Very soon. Just be excited because it's happening very soon. Yeah. Like as I look even on these 10 years, it's like it happens soon. Really everything that I went through, I did my best to put as much of my heart, as much of my faith, as much of my clarity where I'm going Mm. as possible. Mm. And even if from here, it looks like, oh my God, 10 years. And after five years, you could say like, it's been five years so long. Like from here, it looks like it was soon. Yeah, that (laughs) is true when you're
1: looking at it in the other
0: perspective. So like the thing is, how do you fill this, I call it the gap, Like Mm -hmm. the gap between the moment when you decide this is what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and this is where the the seed is planted Mm -hmm. already and it's happening already. I always say it. After you thought about it, it's already planted. It's done. Okay. So from here, as you put the seed in the pot, it's like it looks like it's not happening. But the seed is really doing its best to, you know, explode inside, then mm, sprout inside with its roots and then go up, you know? And Mm -hmm. by the time you see the effect, like there was so much happening in this pot that you didn't see. Mm -hmm. So it's like from this moment, you have to know it's happening. And then until the moment you actually see it, it's like, it's a gap. You think nothing is happening, but it is actually happening. So what do I do that I don't get crazy, you know? So this is where you have to have fun.
1: (laughs) And what would you say would be some of the things? Because I think there's, there's a lot of information out there when it comes to sort of manifestation and how to do it. And it's you know, repeating things every day in the mirror and owning it or meditation or, but there's so many things. So what have been some of the things that you've done or that you would help your clients with that work, would you say? And I know mm-hmm. that might be a very kind of broad answer and they need to hire you for the entire day, but there'll be some of the things or, or, or masterclass or whatever, but there'll be some of the things that people can do they're maybe not doing already to get to that point where the seed is
0: mm-hmm. sprouting. Mm-hmm. I think... I would say in the shortest way. Yeah. So once we put the seed, as I said, like even if you were lying on the couch and just doing nothing, like it's happening. Like literally, you don't have to do anything. And the thing is that people start overthinking or overdoing or just guessing that maybe I did something wrong. Maybe it should be sooner. Maybe, you know, whatever the stories are. So... They start reacting to what they think is not happening mm. whilst it's happening. So it's almost like you put the seed and then you put your hand inside and you start, you know, messing inside and checking the seed, checking the soil, you know, whilst it's happening. So it's almost like you're stopping the process because of your overthinking or over guessing what is happening that you don't see it yet. Mm. So the thing that is, I think, the most alive recently in in my audience is reaction. So even if you don't see it, react as if you knew that it's happening. So you don't see the plant, but you pour the water. Mm -hmm. So you react as if you know that it's happening. Mm. And this is what creates the effect very spectacular and very fast it makes it move quicker it does it does because i always say like no matter how much you resist your dream is coming true anyway like you can have all these blockades all these beliefs or whatever the stories are and you know do this sabotage you can do whatever you want your dream is coming true anyway your plans are coming to realization anyway and you have to just surrender to that the thing is That you can make it easier for you. You can make it more exciting. You can make it more fun. And that's the point. Like, it's almost like, you know, in the automatic car, Mm -hmm. you just have to take off the foot from the brake and it drives when it's on drive, right? Yeah. So we just have to, like, it's driving anyway. It's just, we just have to stop putting the brake all the time through over-guessing, over-thinking and so forth. So it's driving, we just, we need to allow that.
1: I think about when I was a teenager and I think I was a master manifester, even more so than I am now. I feel like I'm pretty clean at manifesting things, but I feel like as a teenager and what you're saying completely resonates that I didn't overthink things when I was then. So I feel like everything that I kind of wanted happened. Whether it was to get the job that I wanted as a teenager or go and move overseas at 18 or all of the, all of these things happened. I never doubted it. But it's funny, as we get older, we doubt things that they're going to happen. Or we get impatient.
0: Or we get to our logical mind and mm. into what's coming or into myths that are inside of us because of our parents or our environment. The beliefs, yeah. beliefs, yes. Yeah. So... The thing is to even change that belief. So as in that I was a
1: man, I was a good manifester as a teenager. Exactly. (laughs) Like here we are.
0: This is what we're changing now. Like you are a great manifester. You're a brilliant one. You're a genius manifester and you're just getting better and better every day. And that is something that will like pour the water into your perception of everything, how you do it, how you create it. How much effort do you put and how to make it effortless, actually? I love that word,
1: effortless. effortless. I so really, loved. I really love the word because it's something that I've been aiming towards as in how, what are the choices that we make? How do we make things more effortless in everything that we do on a professional perspective, but also on a personal perspective? And then when we push less, I felt that or we have less resistant things happen more organically than mm. the 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 harshness of going, mm. or even the masculineness, because I nearly think a little bit of that is more we have to get it done, and we're going to go and do this, and then if it just you let it be, it it happens anyway. That's that's my uh, journey so far. What's your thoughts on?
0: I have chills when you say that. Really? Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely the case, and this is where the whole energetic world and tantra kicks in because it's all about masculine and feminine and how to dance between the doing and the being the mm. giving the receiving the action and the surrender it's like this whole dance how do we navigate it especially as women especially that the planet is changing now i feel that there was this time when women were repressed like with you know their mission their jobs and so forth then It was like the other extreme where the feminists and you know independent women we can do it i can buy myself flowers and so forth which is still i think not where we want to get i think the next step is like i can buy myself flowers but i adore receiving flowers from you and then finding that that's a nice way you put it, the dance. And I suppose
1: when I was imagining it being quite a visual person is when we start, most people, when they start dancing, they're not very good dancers. <laughs> and it would be the same of, you know, balancing that masculine and feminine energy in that space or how do we become better dancers with that process? And I guess it's something that just over time, the more you practice, the better you, you, you get at it.
0: That's first thing. So the training Mm -hmm. and realizing like as you're training, you're actually doing it already. And the second thing is also being aware that, for example, tango is the best example, the dance. So in tango or in any other dance, actually, when there is man and woman, it's always the man who's guiding, who's leading and she surrenders. She just, she's just being sensual and very surrendered and very in trust. And she just follows him. And as you look at also the, all these intuitive dances, there is very famous dance that is called Zog just now. And it's all about intuitional dance where the man is just holding her. Like, I'm going to send you some links. So you Oh, wow. Okay. You're just going to pass out. Really, it's it's incredible <laughs> just from watching it. It's like, oh my God, I want that. It's literally like the woman is just like following the energy and the man is holding her and guiding her and leading her and shaping her. And she's like the water in his hands. And it's, it's just incredible. It's so beautiful to watch. And I think it's the essence of this dance. It's like, how do we hold ourselves Mm -hmm. with the intention and remember that we are in the co-creation of that and that it happens not only in relationships, but also internally inside of us. Mm. So, again, like h- how much do we are like surrendering and so forth? And how much do we do this action and push? And when do we push the, the yeah. gas? And when do we push the brake? And when do we just sit comfortably and lean back? It's all the whole science around that. Because it's one of the things
1: that I think a lot of my clients say to me is that they find the, the sitting back, you know, especially as a business owner or if they're starting out, with and I've been very guilty of it when I can't sit down and relax like I've got to be doing something and things have got you know you've got to keep going keep going keep going and many years ago it says I've got better at it but I'd be like you know I don't need to sleep and I can you know I can keep going I can keep going and Mm -hmm. that's not true and now I've got a much better balance of no Mm -hmm. I I know what sleep I need I know what I like I'm quite happy to say no to things if it's a nighttime event and Mm -hmm. you know that dance what did you call it Zoga? It's called Zog. So Zog. It's like Z-O-U-K. Ah, okay. So maybe I'm I'm, I'm in more of that space, but it mm-hmm. takes time because for so long I felt guilty. Mm. And it's just uh yeah, it's a practice to to kind of get into it.
0: It is, and this is where also I, I am so grateful that I started with meditation because what meditation does, it helps you to relax. So like you literally condition your body that there is A balance between like this you know doing which is in action which is more tense and then relax because we don't have balance here and then when we relax when we lean back this is normally when the magic happens yeah meditation let's talk about that because i think a lot of people find it hard Mm. they find it
1: hard to find time but that's one of the things people have said to me it's hard to find time or it's hard to do how would you introduce someone to meditation and what is what are some of your tips on that
0: i saw this meme recently i think it was about beyonce and it said if beyonce has time to meditate everyone can have time to meditate (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure if it was about her but for sure it was about someone who is really probably very very busy the thing is that um there is so many theories and ideas about meditation that we get lost in can we do it how we do it what is the right way and Mm. so forth so i love the the explanation of it that it's like for me meditation can be of course i can sit on the on the floor and just close my eyes and concentrate on my breath Mm -hmm. but also like i can meditate while i'm talking to you which means i'm super present like i'm not distracted i don't have tones of things when you're speaking to me, I'm just like 100% focused and concentrated on you and present and in total awareness. And this can be meditation, driving the car can be a meditation. So I think it started with like calming your mind, but ultimately it's like, how can we focus our energy? Because this is also what manifestation is all about. It's the focused energy that creates things. It's like when you look at the lamp, when there is this strong light from one place, it creates so much light. When you put the um, Christmas lights, it's like tons of things, but it's all spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't give you the effect of this one of like, yeah. You know? So you will create with this unfocused energy anyway, with this unfocused, you know, attention. But it has a much better result if you just focus that. So for me, meditation is. It can be anything. It's just bringing awareness, like bringing your totality into whatever you're doing, into when you're eating, into when you're speaking to Mm. someone, into when you're walking in the woods and experiencing nature, into your sexual life, into your love life. It's bringing awareness, presence, care, and the fullness of who you are into where you're coming. So I would call it that way. And we can all do that. It's just a practice. It's almost like, how do I handle 20 kilos of the, how do you call it in English? The thing that the you dumbbells. How, dumbbells, dumbbells, dumbbells. Okay. okay. So how do I do it? Like you don't do it the first day you practice every day and okay. you start from one kilo, right? And then you get to 20. So it's exactly the same thing. Mm, It's so interesting,
1: that aspect of going, that's a space that you need to be in rather than going, I need to lie here for 10 minutes and it has to be 10 minutes for it to be meditation. And then you have to think about nothing. And then it just... think about nothing which is the hardest thing ever I remember when I first started they're like you have to think about nothing and then when a thought comes in your head make it go away and I'm
0: like this is really hard it's the uh, the pink elephant like don't think about pink elephant now
1: (laughs) it's exactly don't think about anything thoughts are all coming in
0: and another thing is that the meditation practice of like being in stillness it's typical masculine practice uh ah. it's typical like you can look at buddha it's it's buddha that is sitting there not a mm. woman mm. so it's like of course we have masculine energy inside so it's good to practice that but it's not so natural for women this is why dancing is so incredible as a meditation or other artist, more artistic things to to move the energy and to bring awareness here and another thing is that i actually find it useless Not to think about anything. Because in terms of manifestation, like I could use this time to, I call it code, like program my mind into something that I want instead of waiting uh, and praying that my mind just keeps being silent. And then anyway, something comes in. And usually what comes in is our subconscious, subconscious thoughts. So I prefer to use this moment of like, okay, I'm going to be still now. And I'm gonna be programming now, like consciously programming. So this is where I have impact on my subconscious, and I'm gonna use the the words that are gonna be planted in my subconscious. So then, like, use that time to think exa- about things. Exactly. What are the What are the plans? Exactly. And, yeah. So this is what I prefer, and this is how I created a tool that is called. You know how you have this to do list. Yeah. So I have to think list. Ah. And I got so disciplined about what I'm thinking about. And this is where I'm overriding my subconscious, you know, it's like. So instead of, so you write at
1: the the top of your list of all the things that you say need to do, but they're not actually, they're the things you need to think about. Yeah. And it's just to think about and then you get focused. But it's a bit nicer way of thinking about things Mm -hmm. or or actioning things. Mm -hmm. I need to think about it rather than I have to do
0: it. Exactly. So what you do is, for example, you have this email, someone sends you an email and... It triggered you and it just caused you to feel uncomfortable. And normally what happens when something triggers you, you just keep thinking about it Mm -hmm. and you do it unconsciously. Like you don't even realize, you just catch yourself that you keep thinking about it and your stomach hurts and you're just being tense and so forth. So what I do is I do the to-do list and on the top of my list is like, okay, as I'm brushing my teeth, I'm going to be thinking about my I don't know, Hawaiian wedding with my husband, yes, with my future husband. Second thing, I'm going to have a shower and under this shower, I'm going to be thinking about what will I do with my, I don't know, first million dollars. Then when I, as I'm doing my breakfast and so forth, and then I find a gap, like five minutes, and this is when I'm going to be thinking about this email, but I'm going to put a timer on. So mm. I have it structured and I'm going to give myself five minutes to think about it, to open it, go through that, process that and close it. And then it's done. And then I move to another subject on my to do, to think list. Mm. This is spectacular.
1: This is really spectacular. In terms of the results that you've seen for yourself. And is
0: it something that your clients now implement as and well? And My whole audience does it. It's like people, I recorded something that is called Codes. It's also in English, actually. I recorded it in Polish and in English, and it's it's free for everyone. Yeah. It's 12 codes. And there is a first code for abundance, for dreams, for relations, for love, for money, for creation, 12 codes. Mm. So people, and it's like, it's meant to be coding you. So people are sleeping as it's running. Mm-hmm. People are driving the car as it's running. So it's like planting in your in your subconscious. And I thought, because from the research, as I read, we need more or less three months to see the change. So we had results after a week, first results, like people earning money out of nowhere, like suddenly, or people suddenly from suffering of anxiety attacks, like one week disappearing after a few years. By doing this method? By doing the codes, yes, Ah. of the coding, so it's like, it's my voice and the special music and a special words. And you just keep listening to it. You can focus on that or you can just listen to it as you're yeah, doing it, something yeah. else. It's just that it's sing- like you're soaking, like you're literally your every cell is is taking it in. Mm. And then it's just your subconscious mind starts to run it subconsciously yeah. instead of all these, you know, past Beliefs that we've had going. It's not going to work. I'm not good enough. Uh, They're going to hate me. They don't like me. You know, all these, like, I hate this email. Why did it happen to me? Instead, it's like, you're free. And you just listen to my voice, like, you're free. You've always been free. And you can become free just now. You're free. (laughs) You just keep repeating it. And it's so simple. And I call it coding because we're coding the subconscious mind. Yeah. How did
1: you get to the point that you were standing on stage? You know, how did you your business? How did you get your first clients? Because I think there'll be people watching this going, you know, I'd love to be like you. How do you get there? What are some of the tips that you did to build your business, build your personal brand that helped you become more noticeable?
0: Mm-hmm. I think the first thing was that I found passion mm-hmm. because I was on the stage since I was six. So yeah. I was singing and dancing. So I, I, I was familiar with that. But then as I started also the self-development, which was 15 years ago. So yeah. it was pretty young, like it was pretty fresh. Just now it's very popular. But back then it was very fresh. I yeah. didn't know where it's guiding me. I thought I'm going to keep singing or, or doing things like that. But I, I was singing and I, w- I started speaking because it wasn't enough for me to be just singing. Mm. And then when the whole pandemic started and I was stuck, I was like, how about just speaking to the camera? And what I did, I I started doing live, video, live um, Instagram and Facebook live, and every week, every Monday, like no matter exactly. And I committed. I said, okay, I'm gonna be meeting you guys every Monday. I'm gonna call it. Uh, I, I remember it was called Abundant Mondays. And I'm going to meet you every single Monday, no matter what happens, no matter where on the planet I am, no matter what mood I am in, I'm going to be meeting you and I'm going to be telling you what happened. What What did I realize during the last week? And this is how it started. And then I realized that my most passionate subject is emotions. And this is how I created my first online course. It was emotions. It wow. was all about emo- emotions. And I had, I think, four people who who bought it online during pandemic and then i created another course after after emotions it was abundance it was called abundance so i was talking about abundance and i think my main drive was how i could be talking about it for hours it was the passion inside that i found mm. and i know that it sounds like woo a little bit like find the passion okay but what about money It's like, it will create money. The more passion you'll find, it will create money and it will create it more effortlessly than if you would be thinking, how do I make money? Maybe I will talk about abundance because it's so, you know, fashionable now. So maybe this is good. It's like, this is much harder to Mm -hmm. create. So I think as I look back, I didn't realize that, but this is what really was the main fuel for me, this passion. And this is how I found after a year since I started, I found my mentor, and she also guided me. Like she is brilliant online; uh, she's got online business. She's incredible, and I also learned so much from her. And it just started growing. as Investing crazy. in yourself through other people so you can exactly. learn from them
1: exactly. and keep growing in that space, exactly. which is something that's really important. Because you've built up to what you're over seventy thousand on Instagram. Is that your most popular platform, or yes, yes. And
0: Facebook, I have different, also TikTok. So I, I yeah, I have actually three projects Do you do YouTube? I have my music on YouTube and I have codes on YouTube. Okay. But it's not something where I go live or put reels there. Yeah. But that live, that going consistently
1: every single week live, do you really think that was a game changer? It in- was
0: totally a game changer. And
1: do you still do it? I still do it.
0: Really? It's not, I did it like, like my commitment was, and I finished like internal commitment. I finished after two years. Wow. So for two years, I was doing it no matter what, like I would be heartbroken and crying like that, but I would be sitting, okay, guys, I've got this. I feel terrible, but I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to show you how I handle it. And like, I would be doing it from really, as you look at it, it's the whole, the story of my life and these lives. So I I was doing it no matter what happened. And then after two years, I felt like I'm going to do it when I feel. So now I feel like, normally after two weeks I'm like I want to go live so it's like I go live a lot I love doing it and you don't actually follow anyone
1: on your social media so you got this huge following but you don't follow anyone what's the
0: reason behind that it's fresh first of all yeah I just did it I don't know a month ago it was a huge process for me yeah and it was there were two reasons first reason was that I was getting distracted like really distracted. That's to focus that you'd mentioned exactly. earlier. So it was my inner, like it was nothing personal because I love the, what, what I love social media. I love the content there. And I loved the people that I followed, but it was, I felt like the quality of what I'm sharing can be so much better if I really focus on just digging inside and taking the juice of the juices from my wisdom and my experience and from my, as I said, focused energy where, where I can create the best of the best for my audience. Mm. And I realized that as I'm getting distracted, it's, it just gives a very good quality still, but it can be so much better. So I did a test and, and yeah, and it works. Like I really, I am so much better Like the last month was spectacular in all, on the, all areas. And another thing was I had like probably, I don't know, 600 people that I was following. And if I'm honest, like my heart knows. So it's like, I want to remember about people because I remember about them, not because Instagram showed me them. So Mm. I just you know, visit people because I miss them, because I love them, because I want to, not because I, oh yeah, that's you. Oh, I wonder how you are. You know, it's like, it's I, more of a, like you say, it's a conscious
1: thought that you're going to go and check out their page correct. or look and see what they're up to or reach out to them personally. Yeah.
0: So it is experiment and I'm in the middle of it, Yeah, but it's, uh, I followed, I followed what I felt was right for me and yeah. it feels right at the moment and it can change. Yeah. I'm open to that. That's good. What are a couple of myths as we round
1: up that you'd like to debunk that, you know, in your industry that you hear people say or you see on social media and you're like, that's just not true. (laughs) We haven't got all that long time, but I'm sure there's loads we could debunk.
0: Well, the most incredible thing from the, again, from the perspective of manifestation, like whatever you believe it is so. Mm. So if you believe in things that you don't like, just stop it. Just stop believing them because this is what will take away their power. Mm. So one of the beliefs that I don't believe is that we have beliefs that are stopping us. We don't have to have these beliefs yeah. only from decision. It sounds crazy, but this is exactly how it is. It's almost like the example that we th- we had before. Like you said, oh, I was better manifestor when I was a teenager. Yeah. It's like you can stop immediately. Yeah. Like immediately you can claim I'm a brilliant manifestor now. And that's all, you know, and just keep coding that then for sure it goes further around everything, around money, around business, around sex, around relationships, around love, around wealth, Mm. politics, competition, everything. Mm. It's like with the thank you coronavirus, we can look at the coronavirus as the most drastic thing, which it was, And we can find the other side of this event, which is, wow, we all stopped and we all got confronted and we all got transformed, whether we were were aware of that or not, whether we wanted it or not. Mm. And we can still find kind of, I don't like the word humbleness, but kind of surrender. Maybe that's better. Surrender to what's happening. And from here, decide How do I react? Mm. Because if I react to this whole fear, with fear, I create more fear. Yeah. If I react to the fear with like, I want to find peace in the midst of this fear, how do I find it? Maybe through seeing that there must be deeper sense in that deeper meaning. This already makes me react in a different way. Mm. So the myths about that we don't have impact on our lives or that there are certain things that we do have influence on and certain things we don't. It's also a myth. Like we always have a choice and I could go deeper to that, but it's another myth. Like we always have a choice and so forth. I could speak to you forever.
1: (laughs) It's so easy and there's so much. Let's wrap up on what's next for you. What's coming? Because I know you talked about global expansion. And I thought it was quite interesting, the aspect of you are, you a lot of your social media platforms are all in Polish and you want to be international. So maybe just share a little bit on what's next for you and then how can people find out about you?
0: So what blows my mind is that from being me and being authentic and speaking how I perceive the world, people are getting happier. People are getting more abundant, have more money, have better sex, have better lives. And it blows my mind because at the beginning, when it was seven people, it was like, oh, okay, it's seven people. But when it's, you know, hundreds and thousands of people, it's like, okay, I really have an impact. Like this voice really makes a difference. So I, there was one day that I, I dedicated my life to, to use this voice in the best possible way, taking as much responsibility as possible for what I'm saying and for what I'm creating in people. Because I always knew that my voice has an impact and I always knew that I have to wisely use it, but I didn't quite know how. I was thinking like, how, when? And then like leaning back and realizing like, just just dig, what are you passionate about? And I found it and this made such a huge difference for for my world, for the people in my world, for my family, for everyone. So it's almost like I feel it's my duty to keep speaking and to start speaking loud and go back to English language and Mm -hmm. to be heard, like, really internationally, really worldwide, take responsibility for that, just like with the thank you coronavirus, which I can certainly say I'm ready now, which I wasn't back then so much. So my... my direction now is going international shifting into english and being available and letting people know i'm there letting people know everything is possible letting people know i created impossible things which no one can believe and i'm an evidence and there are more evidences and it creates a change on this planet for our children for grandchildren for next generations and it's it makes sense it's good it's good for us i love it how can people find you what's the
1: best social platform to find you on instagram yeah. TikTok, facebook brilliant
0: thank you so much for being oh, part of this episode you. enjoy your time in dubai thank you very much and i just want to thank you because it's like it's almost like this is a threshold for me like this interview is like the first official one when i'm claiming going international so I promise like to keep being in touch with you and watch this space and then maybe in a year we come back and we will just look at what's what's been done for you and for me during this time I this, love it. this moment here so thank it's you. a date it's a deal yeah <laughs> <laughs> we made a deal <laughs> thanks so much thank you so much <laughs>
1: Did you enjoy this episode? if you did then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts this is how more people can hear about the amazing stories and guests that we have on here even better you can also share this on social media screenshot it and share it on your Instagram or on your Facebook or on your Twitter account the more people that see these episodes the more awareness it brings to small businesses and those that are trying to make an impact and difference and if you want to know more about how you can develop your personal brand then check out our new website Brand new creators designed by our in-house team. And we are in the business of helping you to increase your online visibility, build industry authority, lead change, motivate and profit. Who doesn't want that? I look forward to speaking to you soon. Until next time. Bye.